Welcome to A&E in the City. My name is Jonathan. And I'm Grace. And I'm Christian. How's y'all's week going? Um, if I had to say, like, if, it was, if I was, like, the life of a cow, and if the cow's going to become a burger at some point of its life, if, where am I in that life stage? I'm, like, at the cow, like, in the pasture, just eating grass, having a good time, just enjoying things one at a time, you know? Mm. Mm. I'm right now using the same analogy or the same scenario. I feel like instead of being taken to the butcher shop, I'm just like being stabbed with spears. So if a cow is being hunted, like I feel like they would like not last very long because they don't have any natural camouflage. They're kind of like bulky. Like how, how long are you going to last in the woods when they're hunting you down? No, that's a better question for my therapist. Just glad the week is over. Yeah, talk about glad it I'm a cow term. I was kidding there. Glad that I have been processed in the factory. Yes. Okay. So you are basically like beef right now. Yes. Cool, cool. Love. What are y'all watching on Netflix? So um, I I don't know how much about a lot of uh, I don't know how much of it I'm allowed to spoil, but I did recently finish uh, Squid Games. It was a very good show. Great uh, show. Yeah. I um, have you guys watched it? I've I've seen Squid Game and um, that was a phenomenal, phenomenal show. Yeah, it was a really good show. But I, like I said, I don't know how much I'm allowed, I'm allowed to spoil. I mean, you can you can pretty much go. You can say some you can stuff. spoil nothing. We're not gonna spoil anything. Grace, have you Grace, have you watched like a certain episode that we're allowed to talk about? No, I haven't watched. I I haven't watched any of Squid Game, um, and. I'm avoiding, I've avoided spoilers this far, so I will continue to avoid them. Unfortunately, Grayson is a spoil sport, but. I am not, I would like to be surprised when I watch TV. Squid Game, I think if you compare it to like Parasite, not that they're the same genre oh, or okay. anything, but like it, it is up to par with the level of delivery that Parasite had. Yeah, so I will say uh, without spoiling anything for anyone in the room that hasn't watched it, um, the themes of it are very similar. and. I think the one thing that Squid Game did way better than Parasite is just it's cinematography, like the, the use of primary colors, like the random mm. blood splotches and the like really like kind of like picturesque cartoon scenes of it. It was like very off-putting. That's why I, I really liked it too. I don't know. I think like I've watched a couple like South Korean dramas and I think they all have a pretty high level of like interest and like good cinematography. I think they all usually deal with the underlying um subject of like the wealth gap that keeps increasing in South Korea mm. and i think it's a common theme through like every genre of south korean shows that i've seen so far but yeah. i would like to you know watch it uh yeah. so as <laughs> well yeah i read a couple articles about like the wealth gap and korea and it's like if if it's bad in America, it's uh, getting to that point in Korea, then uh, Koreans are more aware of it. Uh, this past week, actually, I don't know if you guys uh, keep up to date with international news, but there was a workers protest uh, because of the, wor the workers, right? And the amount they're getting paid. And a lot of the workers actually oh, went out that. and uh, Squid Game outfits to protest and say like, look, it may yeah, be a show. I saw that. Yeah, but it's like an actual thing that, you uh -huh. know, American citizens, I'm not American, Korean citizens face yeah. on a day-to-day -day basis. I thought that was pretty interesting. Speaking of like the costumes and stuff, I think the costumes in Squid Game kind of reminded me of Money Heist. I don't know if y'all have seen Money Heist. Oh, I have. It's the red. The, the red with the yeah. mask. It's just like, so is that some kind of theme that we see like when people are maybe not rebelling, but when it stands for the lower class people, does red signify that? Because yeah, it signifies communism. I, I think red just kind of symbolizes uh, like, I think it does symbolize rebellion in all, mm -hmm. like uh, almost every instance, not yeah. necessarily like rebellion due to like wealth inequality, but yeah. I think it is definitely, it's an eye catching color. So mm -hmm. people use it a lot. And yeah. I think throughout history, it's kind of just been the go-to for uh, a movement. Uh, Red has been used with a lot of like guerrillas and stuff like that, like Che Guevara, Fidel Castro, obviously the Bolsheviks and the Soviet Union. Yeah. Uh, the uh, uh, the Vietnamese, the Koreans, like red has been like, if there's been like a smaller group that's had a like fight against like, you know, bigger countries or bigger powers, red has definitely been that color to like represent the workers and 
the little, the little man basically to gathering together to fight. Why owe you? Oh, I was confused for a second. Why owe you? <laughs> I haven't finished that either. Okay, you, okay. I'm halfway through. I, 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 I'm I'm halfway through, but so far, what do you think? Have you seen you, Christian? I haven't seen any of the seasons. I just I went out. It was so good. I watched. I mean, I look at the memes on Twitter, and there was the. I'm assuming that the main character is married to a woman that's also crazy. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And someone on Twitter took a bunch of screenshots of her covered in blood and said, "I can fix her." So uh, that's. Uh, I guess that's what <laughs> that's all as much insight as I have into the show. So oh, that's that's wild. But you is very. Creepy in depth, very funny and out. It's it's really really satirical. Yes, and I think that that's what really makes it is Joe's commentary throughout literally everything he does. Yes. Um, and then now you see Love's commentary also, mm. and you realize they're literally just both psychotic, oh, yes. but in different aspects. They they give me very. Bonnie and Clyde, but on steroids. Yeah. But Bonnie and Clyde, I think, actually were Uh, into each other a bit more. Also real people. But I I think that they just, now that they're married, they kind of just follow the convention of marriage that you should love your spouse. All that good. All that good stuff. Midnight Mass. I've never heard of Midnight Mass. It's not on Netflix. It's like, it's kind of like Fear Street, right? Like similar to that? Wait. It's kind of similar to Fear Fear Street, like the show on Netflix called Fear Street. I have not seen that. Oh, well, it was R.L. Stein, like the guy that made Goosebumps. He Uh made that show called Fear Street. And I thought. What's Fear Street? It's just like a, it's like more, it's like for the people that grew up watching Goosebumps, it's like Uh a, a three movies that he made with Netflix and they're okay. all directed by R.L. Stein. And people always say, hey, if you like Fear Street, watch Midnight Mass. And that's the correlation. Gotcha. No, not to yeah, oh. take away from Midnight Mass. No, you're good. Um, I think from what you're saying, it's kind of like that. It's very, it very much gave you like horror. Oh. Very. It was really interesting. Um, it's a little, it's, so basically the entire premise is a vampire becomes the pastor of a Catholic church in like the middle of nowhere. Okay. I I feel like that's, I've heard that before. Like that plot. I I don't know. So for me, I I grew up Catholic and the closest thing we have to midnight mass, it's like, it's like a, like a witches like Sabbath, which is like, Mm -hmm. they kind of do like the opposite of like a a Catholic mass and like do like some satanic stuff, you know? So that was, that's what about my vampire. seems pretty cool though. Would you recommend it? Yes, I would. You would lose your lose your mind in some of the places, but I think it was a good thing to watch. Like, put it on while you're doing homework or something. Interesting. I'm reading the Wikipedia right now. There's a and there's a capitalist in the in the show. Capitalist. Yeah, it says uh Riley Flynn, a former venture capitalist. Who did Riley play? No, that's that's the name of the the character. His name is Riley Flynn. Oh, I, yeah. Interesting. Cool, cool, cool. I big, did not know big that. Big fan. I just like the show. <laughs> oh, my God. The last movie I'm going to ask y'all about is The Guilty with Jake Gyllenhaal. Also, I've not seen that. The okay. last Dude, movie, are you like making these movies up? <laughs> the last movie I saw in theaters was like Studio Ghibli. Because okay. that's what they're coming out with now. So I, I saw all these on Netflix. Now that I have so much extra time, I just... Watch Netflix. What about uh, another streaming service? Oh, I yeah. Hulu. Uh, yeah. Have you guys watched the new season of American Horror Story on Hulu? No. no. Oh, I finished Brooklyn Nine-Nine last week. Great show. I do not want for comedy. Huh? I don't know. Comedy shows just don't do it for me. Your sense of humor is very... It's good. Is it good? Yeah. Okay, what, what, what's good for you? Like, like, who would you go see live? Do you like stand-up comedy? That's the first question. No. I don't want to watch somebody talk wait, about wait, funny talk, jokes. Wait, talking about comedy, what do you guys think about Dave Chappelle coming under fire for his uh, uh, transphobic jokes on his uh, latest Netflix uh, stand-up special? I'm conflicted because I think he is generally a very funny person, but I don't think making jokes at the expense of transgender or um, people on the all the LGBTQIA plus community 
is cool, especially because we've been talking about this for a long time and he keeps doing this. Like, well, here's my thing. I grew up watching him and he like many times has come out in support of the LGBT community well, as LGB community. But he's always had like a thing for trans people because this is mm. something that he, he's made fun of since he had the Dave, yeah. Dave Chappelle show in the early 2000s on Comedy Central. I don't know. It's it's a thing of if you hate one person in the group, you hate the entire group. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Well, I haven't watched it yet because I'm so conflicted. I've seen every other Netflix special he's had, but the newest no, one. I haven't seen it either. Mostly out of like time restraints, but also like I just... The way Netflix has been handling too has been very poorly, like too. I don't know if you guys heard, but um, basically a transgender worker at Netflix organized a walkout and that person got fired for yep. organizing that. So I heard they lost their job. Yep. So I have not been watching that because of that as well. Okay. I'm very curious to ask y'all this. What are y'all's favorite Tiny <gasps> Desk concerts? Oh, oh my God. Okay. Uh, this is, okay. this defines who you are as a person to me. Okay. What? Okay. Yes. I, have, I have two of them. I'm going to go first because I absolutely love NPR Tiny Desk. The okay. first one is uh, actually, no one can see this, but the, for people in the room, I have a shirt that says Idols. They're a British punk band. With the horse on it. The horse. Yeah. It has a horse on it, guys. Uh, I'm not a horse person, but it has, it has a horse on it. <laughs> He's a horse boy. Yeah, I'm a horse boy. <laughs> but anyway, and the NPR Tiny Desk, they actually, the producer of the NPR Tiny Desk said that was the loudest Tiny Desk they've ever had because they brought in like actual guitar amps and like an actual drum kit and all that. Oh, wow. And they're, not, they're a punk band. So imagine that like a little confined area. Uh, it was, you guys need to watch it. There's nowhere to describe it. Look up Idols like an idle car, it's a plural, tiny desk. Mm. And it's like a very angry British man yelling about toxic masculinity, like wealth income, like all these cool things. And at one point they bring the intern over and they, they give them a drumstick to bang and the, the intern looks like absolutely terrified. It was such a, oh my God, it was the best tiny desk I've ever watched. And then uh, another quick shout out to King Kroll's tiny desk. Okay. Uh, he plays like, just regular indie rock music, whatever. But he brought out a saxophone, so that was pretty cool. I didn't expect that, and it sounded really good. Let me tell y'all, what I listen for in music is very different. Mm-hmm. I am, my music has been very heavily influenced by instrumentals. I mm-hmm. grew up playing the keyboard, the violin, the guitar, the saxophone, the clarinet. So listening to music, I very much vibe with the... Pretty much the same things. Like acoustic? I, yes. The, I love me some acoustics. But one of my favorite Tiny Desks is Mac Miller. That's mm-hmm. a really good one. Mac Miller. Um, I really like Roddy Rich as well. I haven't seen Roddy Rich as oh. but, but my favorite thing about the Mac Miller one was, um, do, do, you notice, do you know who the uh, bass player in the background is? Thundercat. Yeah. Yeah. Love Thundercat. That Thundercat, he, oh my God, he, he has amazing bass line. So those He's two good. really good artists working together yeah. is like probably like, I want to say it's probably the most famous Tiny Desk ever. Like, I don't want to yeah. oversell it, but I think it is. Um, I think one I also really enjoyed was Tyler, the creator's Flower Boy Tiny Desk, where he performed See You Again with Kelly Uchi. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a real good one. Um, he did another one for Igor, right? He did. Yeah. I, I think he has. But um, yeah. Do y'all know if Drake has a Tiny Desk? I hope not. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, what would Drake do? Like, just sit there and just—I don't know. I don't, don't know. listen to Drake that much. But. So, since this is about entertainment, have you guys seen those uh, Drake memes where, like, how Drake probably brushes his teeth, how Drake probably dries off in yes. the shower? Those crack me up on TikTok. I would probably, honestly, I don't really watch like the you like the YouTube NPR stuff as much. I don't watch that much YouTube, YouTube. right? So like the okay. I have I haven't really like had the range of tiny desk concerts, but I remember like ten years ago Adele did her, I guess like debut tiny desk, or mm. it was when she was still kind of you know up and coming a little bit. But I feel like okay. she's always been pretty big on the scene. Okay, and I don't know. I just really love like Adele's vocals. She's good without anybody playing. She's good with people playing, and. Yeah, she she killed it. And I also really enjoyed the Harry Styles and uh, Cigarettes After Sex um, Tiny Desk concert as well. Who's, who's Cigarettes After Sex? The saddest indie band you'll ever listen to. They're just really a vibe. Honestly, some of their songs basically sound the same to me, mm. but it's good to listen to mm. and really 
think about things. So I will say that the most popular Pine Desk ever played has been T Paints, where he did it with no auto auto tune. Oh auto tune. <laughs> I have I have a clip of that. He made a mashup of the NPR thing, and I listened to that song maybe at least once a week. No, I I genuinely didn't know what he sounded like without auto tune. So when he sounded like a, like actually really good vocals, I was like pleasantly surprised. He is so good. He is so good. Oh, let me put y'all on someone that's really good. I'm starting to get into like soulful music and like getting back to like R and B vibes. Mm. So you listen to Hobo Johnson then? I'm, I'm joking. That's terrible. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I don't know who Hobo Johnson is. <laughs> you're just a row with it. No, no I'm sure you're, um, no, you're, you're glad you don't know I, who Hobo Johnson is. <laughs> Anyone that's listened to this, I do not like Hobo Johnson. I just want people to know that. Okay. <laughs> um, someone I very much started listening to like a year ago is Yeba. I don't know if y'all know who Yeba, Yeba? is. Yeba. Yerba Mate? Yeba. Why? No, I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> Her name is actually Abby something. But Abby Lee Miller? In a wheelchair? Oh my God, Grayson. <laughs> but Yeba is Abby Flip Backwards. And I just really love her sound. Like she just, she's been on songs with different artists. Uh, Stormzy, she's been on a song I love with, Stormzy. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I do. do. You really? Have you heard the song with Stormzy and Yeba on it? No. I only know one song by Stormzy and it was on the FIFA soundtrack. It's like energy or something. We're going to talk about FIFA next week. You and me, Chris, and I like this. I, I totally forgot. Yeah, we got to talk about FIFA. Oh, yeah. I forgot that we both like, mm. uh, we, I was, I'm going to call it soccer, but football. football. Can football. we talk about just dance? What is that? The seventh It's like version? a Wii game, like where you dance <laughs> oh, to. Oh, my God. No, we don't like that. <laughs> But looking at all these, like, I'm just looking randomly at oh, all wait. the tiny desks. Wait, I just found one that you would really like. It's uh, Macklemore's uh, Tiny Desk. I'd, I'd dislike Justin Bieber, but I'd rather listen to a Justin Bieber Tiny Desk over a Macklemore. <gasps> Jack Harlow's Tiny Desk was pretty decent. Uh, I mean, I, Jack Harlow's a funny guy, but, like, I don't think I've ever really, like, give, gave his music a shot besides that song with Little Nas X. Oh, go listen to Cody Banks. Go listen to Through the Night. Go listen to um No Thank You. What's popping is decent. Oh, I know what's popping. That's like a like famous song, TikTok honestly. TikTok song. But go give him a listen. Givion has one, two chains. Kirk Franklin. That was a good one. I am going uh, oh wait, Rex Orange County has, has one. Bussin Bussin. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. I want to listen to that later. Hmm. 18 minutes. That is the longest one I've seen so far. Yeah, they'll be going in. But you know what? It's music. So like honestly, I wish we could just get like a loop. And it just goes like from this artist to that artist. Like, I know I'm talking about like a concert, but. So are you saying we, we should do it? We should all just drop out of college and start the uh, a in the City podcast band? I'd like to be a traveling podcast. That'd be lit. But don't know about <laughs> dropping out of college. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm already a political science major. I don't think I'm going to make that much with uh, yeah, I want some traveling podcast. I'm trying to drop out right now. <laughs> okay. Well. Speaking of concerts, what, what, what's happened this month? So probably the most famous uh, artist to come to North Carolina. This, was Harry Styles. Oh, yeah, I was going to say Harry Styles. <laughs> no, you don't know if it could have been Harry Or the Styles. Beatles tribute. Uh, so just going off of the, like, the size of the concert, unfortunately, that title does go, not unfortunately, I do like uh, Harry Styles. Uh, that goes to Harry Styles at the PNC Music Pavilion in mm. Raleigh. Wasn't there myself, but uh, Grayson can talk about it. I don't know. Harry Styles is just really a showman because I've I've been to I love Five Seconds of Summer. They're my first ever concert, but they didn't really. They were nice to listen to, but not fun to watch and listen to. Mm. And I feel like Harry Styles does like the full nine yards. Like he interacts with the crowd. He plays songs that I mean obviously everybody knows I really enjoy how everybody dresses up for his concert okay that was really interesting seeing the pictures of people who yeah like it's it's really cool and I I just think he he has a lot of it's really high energy and the crowd like gives it right back so Mm -hmm. I think it was really great I also think that the 60 year olds at the Beatles tribute concert had a lot of high energy (laughs) despite them having knee replacement surgery. But mm. I think that that was also very, very good. You know, like it, it's an experience everybody has to go to. So. Yeah. So uh, actually this past week uh, was Wednesday. I went to uh, that punk uh, band I was talking about, Idols. Uh, 
went to their show in Asheville at the Orange Peel. And when I say that I almost died, that is not an understatement. I genuinely almost died. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been uh, like a punk concert, but people just mosh nonstop. I don't know where they get the energy to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they also crowd surf. So that's just like a, a recipe for disaster. So at one point during the show, I'm fine to stay alive. I'm getting like elbowed left and right. <laughs> and this person's crowd surfing and everyone there is wearing Doc Martens or some iteration of it. So this mm. person has like five inch chompers. <laughs> That's crowd surfing. And I look and all I see is just like a black mask coming towards me and they hit me in the back of the head. And when I say for like a solid second, all I saw was white and I heard a ringing in my ears, like even more high pitched than normal. I genuinely thought I had died, but I just came back too. And I was like, what's going on guys? Yeah. Music. Woo-hoo. So you had a concussion and passed out. I, I might've had a concussion because I, I went to bed that night and I kept hearing like random, like ringing in my ears, even louder than normal, but I had like frequencies to it. So um, anyway, yeah, it was a good concert. Uh, you ever, guys ever had the chance to check them out? I recommend you do that. Uh, Playboy Cardi. Did anyone go see them or him? I, I, I'm concerned for you, Christian. Did you I, go see someone after that? Yeah. Uh, to do study for my research methods test the next day. Okay. Um, Playboy Cardi was here like, <laughs> it was here like last Friday, I think. Yeah. So I yeah. didn't go, but I saw a video of the two most Caucasian frat looking men in my life fighting for no reason. I just think, I just don't know why, but one of them got their shirt ripped off and had a bloody nose. And that's all I saw from the, the, the concert. Oh no, I could not do that. I mean, I don't listen to Playboy, but I, I mean, I think he's okay compared to like people who rate him his fans. I, I, I guess he's okay to him. I great. don't understand what he's saying half the time. And I mean that like in a very, like, not like he's like, he mumbles or anything just cause he is a mumble rapper. I don't, I call him like a falsetto rapper because he uses like, like really high pitched like ad libs for like the whole song. I've never heard someone say that. I'm glad you've coined that term, falsetto rapper. Thank you. I'm here all week. I'm I'm liking that. Oh. Uh, so, talking about different types of artists, Zach Brown band. Okay, let me tell you. Isn't y'all. that the same artist that said he was? It was like chicken fried. I don't know who. I, I literally. Or have is that no a idea. different country? Um, what happened was. The, oh, the week before the concert, one of my roommates was like, you're going to a concert with me this weekend, a country concert. I was like, I don't know about that. I was like, you know what? I have nothing to do. Let's go. And we showed up. Um, we had a great time. It was a lot of, I think. Was it in Charlotte? It was right here at the PNC. Okay, well, there's two PNC. No, I'm, I'm just saying. No, I know. <laughs> it was right here at the PNC. Um, I will say. There's probably like four black people in a pool of a thousand or maybe 3,000 people. It was a fun time. Like, how many left at F 250s did you see in the parking lot? I actually didn't see any. I was. You didn't see any, any lifted trucks. You're was, telling me not a single one. Oh, I may have seen, but I didn't know there was any because I was. Um, I had like one too many to drink. So. Oh, so that's that's why you really enjoyed the concert. Yes, that, that, <laughs> I, I think that played a good part. Like, also, I didn't know any songs, of course, but you know what? It was so great, like, just vibing out. Like, the energy there was great. Like, my comparison for it was Finito, from but for Keith? white people. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. It was like, you know, black people go hard, but, like, we're just like, yeah, like, the one arm, like, going, like, five degrees it was cool. I enjoyed the vibe. I will say though. Um, and they tell me this. I'm trying to interrupt, but it's really curious. What did you wear? Because I don't feel like anything in your closet it would be appropriate for. You do not know me, Christian. You should come over to my house and see what my closet looks like. You have a cowboy hat in there? I actually wore a straw cowboy hat. Oh, wow. Okay. And I wore some boots. My Doc Martens, boy. Oh, okay. Very uh, country. Yes. Yeah. The Doc Martens, the infamous like country boot. No, listen, those are the closest things to boots I have. I was not wearing. Um, Birkenstocks. Why? Um, no. I haven't got my, um, I haven't gotten a pedicure in a minute. So. Just put socks on under. Oh, also, I was going to say, you should have wore, you should have wore Daisy Dukes. No. I like short shorts. Or just like I, rip the sleeves off of a. <laughs> the shirt, shirt you're wearing right now, he's, for anyone that can't see, he's I, wearing a, a, a blue collared dress shirt. So just do like the letter of the cable guy and rip the sleeves off. Okay, I don't like y'all anymore. <laughs> but it was a good concert. I went with the I went to the large group of people. I think that's why I enjoyed it too. Like, oh yeah, that's always like fun. just being by myself. I went to the Don Tolliver concert by myself. Actually, did you um, meet people online to hang out with and stuff? I I met like one. This is really ironic. 
but I met someone who went to Coastal Carolina. I used to go to Coastal Carolina um, and Murder Beach, South Carolina. And they told me that they came up to Charlotte just for the Don Tolliver concert. Oh, wow. It was really crazy. But I met them and um, I lost them because they started to mosh too. What? Slow. Don Tolliver's music is so trans, so transcendental. Like, I don't think that's a word. Transcend. Transcendent. It takes you to like a whole different place. Like, think of Moon. I don't know if you've heard Moon with, um, that's on Donda. Kanye West, Donda? No. You haven't listened to, no. how much you like Kanye West? No. Okay. Uh, well, since we're talking about funny concert stories, I'll say this. So, uh, Monday, I saw the killer, uh, nah, I saw the Backseat Lovers, uh, uh, who may, someone, may, most of you probably know at least one song, which is called Killer Bee Girl. No, well, Christian, you gotta let me know when you're going to concerts because I actually really like concerts right now. I, me too. I, after COVID and being locked up for like a year and a half, it's really nice to be able to go out there and like get head concussions by the crowd. But anyway, uh, I was supposed to go two groups of, uh, two people, but mm-hmm. unfortunately, uh, one of the, one of them, their uncle passed away and the other one had like schoolwork to do. So they get, one of them gave me their ticket and said, Hey, if you have anyone you want to take, let just give them a ticket. So. Randomly, like the day before I left for the concert, I texted my friend Jackie. I was like, what are you doing tomorrow? She's like, I mean, I have class, but what's up? I'm like, we're going to go to a concert about two and a half hours away from here. She's like, okay, cool. So the morning of the concert, my friend that I haven't talked to in three years from high school texted me. He said, hey, uh, there's this band that I think you would like that are coming nearby the Chapel Hill area. You should come. I have an extra ticket. And I was like, I don't need an extra ticket because I'm already going. So I went with a huge group of people when I thought I was going to go with myself the Sunday before. So that was pretty cool. And then for the Idols concert this Wednesday, that show's been sold out for about six months now. Uh, but randomly, this guy in my class who looked like he listens to the same music as me, we were walking uh-huh. back and I was like, dude, you want to go to a concert today? He's like, what concert? I was like, Idols. He's like, I never heard of them, but let me go buy a ticket. And he bought a resold ticket off of StubHub for like three times the price. And wow. yeah, and we ended up going together. So that's, I, both times I thought I was going to go with myself. Both times I ended up going with someone with a concert, just randomly like the day before or the day of the concert. That is really cool. Thank you. Speaking of concert tickets, um, I've only ever bought one concert ticket. I've been to they like just three or four. To you? So somehow, uh-huh. well, the Travis Scott concert. Um, oh yeah. Oh, you bought that? I no. cried. I cried at the Travis Scott. No, concert. actually, I think you did tell me about that. I showed you a video of me crying. You did. Even you did. But so, um, I will say not not to like completely take control of the conversation. Yeah, I but, think it, you need to tone it down a little. But, no, I'm just um, kidding. One reason why the Don Tolliver concert was very important for me to go see was because I'd seen the Travis Scott concert. I've been to Travis Scott. <laughs> and it's because of the song Can't Say. I don't know if y'all... If you, you can't. Ex- that one, right? Yes, that, <laughs> that one. one. <laughs> that that took me to a whole different vibe. That's a whole different song. So now I, I feel like my music level for that song is complete. Because I've heard Travis Scott sing it live and oh, I've heard yeah. Don Tolliver's part live too. So it's like, and I have both of them on video. But have you ever seen, are you ever going to see both of them perform the, the same song together? I, I don't, if they ever tour together, they will perform Can't Say together. Sometimes you never know. Like you might, you have to go to every concert and randomly one day they're going to pull out a secret guest and it's going to be, you know. Oh, damn. I, like I, Harry Styles I, pulling I, Stevie Nicks. I don't have that much money. I'm not following okay, <laughs> an artist wait, all over the country. Wait, talking about Stevie Nicks, yesterday, uh, the our marching band performed a Stevie Wonder song, and I was also kind of messed up at the at the, at the the football game yesterday. And when they said Stevie, Won- Stevie Wonder, I was like, oh, I love Fleetwood Mac, because I thought they were talking about Stevie Nicks. <laughs> I don't know Fleetwood Mac. You don't know that. You don't know Fleetwood Mac? I went to the tribute concert for Fleetwood Mac at the Orange Field in Nashville. Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> Orange Peel. Asheville. At the Orange Peel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Not Nashville. No, I I feel like there's one Fleetwood Mac song that I know for some reason. The Chain. Don't know, don't know, don't know the title. I literally don't know what it is. You you, you have to know at least one Fleetwood Mac song. I probably do, probably because of TikTok. Yeah, I I was going to say, do you remember that guy that was drinking cranberry juice and riding down the skateboard? Oh, yeah. They were playing Dreams by. Here we go. That's, That's probably the only one I know, but... Yeah. That's okay. Cool, 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 cool. Reason why Don Tolliver went on <laughs> tour was because he, I mean, if y'all can't tell by now that I really like, I really love Don Tolliver. Then you couldn't tell. You're not listening. But he dropped a new, he dropped a new album. Not the reason why he went on tour, but he dropped a new album, Life of a Dawn. Uh, pretty decent album. 
nothing like special, special um, to his taste. I don't know if y'all listen to Young Thug. I don't really, but I gave it a Wait, listen. That new uh, album, Punk, right? Punk, yeah, boy. Yeah, I, dude, I heard everyone hates it. <laughs> I just like like one song off of it, the one with Post Malone and ASAP Rocky. You know who Anthony Fantano is? I know. Anthony Mr. Fantano, Fantano gave him a three, and normally he loves. Really? Yeah, he gave it. He gave that new album a three, and normally he gives his stuff like a seven or like an eight, like you know, solid work. Yeah. Damn, I gotta watch his um, reviews some more now. Um, who else? Do y'all listen to uh, Summer Walker? No. no, I don't either. But apparently, she dropped a song. People didn't like it. Um, Grayson's about to go crazy. She might start to sing the next. She's. Might start Wait. to start singing for us, but you want to tell us how you felt about the new Adele song? Oh, oh, she yeah. She's back in the scene. Uh, I listened to it like 10 minutes after it came out. Mm. So. Of course you did. I was very excited. And I don't, I think like it's just her. It sounds, I mean, it's a great song. I love it. It just, it's, it's her. Like, that's all I can. It's her sound, her okay. tone, everything. Classic Adele. <sighs> Okay. I think it was like uh, one of the most listened to songs on Spotify or something within the first hour. So I, it won some kind of something for it. Hmm. Um, I mean, it sounds about right. That yeah. was her big comeback since. So it's been 20, six years. 26? No, 26. The album, the last oh, album. Oh, I don't know. Oh, wait, what was it? 22. 21. No it was 22 or 21. That was like 2012. That's been like a, like eight, nine years. No mo- no way. Oh, wait, no, she you're She definitely right. had like a 25. Wait, yeah, that song that goes like, hello, it's me. Yeah, that was her last album, but I can't remember what it. That album had me crying. That song had me crying. I'm going to lie. So I don't really listen to it all that much besides um, when it came out in uh, what, that song, in two, that album. 25 is the name of the album. Go ahead, Kristen. Okay. Oh. So I haven't listened to Adele since she came out. Like the her main album came out in like 2012 or 2013. Okay. But the, she did a and A on Instagram, like a live one, and oh, one of the people gosh. asked her body count. No, they were asking her. Oh, that one too. But they asked about <laughs> like um, they were like, oh, what's the album about? And like a really big British accent. She said, "Divorce, honey, divorce." Like it was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> Adele is so funny. She is a character. She is a I love Adele. She's love also Adele. Jamaican. I don't know about that, but no, you didn't her see and uh, what's it called? <laughs> Tom Hanks' uh, son, uh, what's his name? <laughs> they can get married and have little Jamaican kids. <laughs> I don't know. His, that think, was too funny, Christian. No, what's his name? God, I forgot. Um, Chet Hanks. Chet, yeah, Chet Hanks. What the most Chet interesting Hanks. man in the world? He is a he's a whole different breed. I'm gonna lie. He is like next level. And who are y'all hoping drops new music soon? Uh, so. Kendrick Lamar, I know we talked about him last week. Kung Fu Kenny. But uh, since he's leaving Top Dog Entertainment, I, I think that he's gonna he's obviously going to drop like a really great album with them before he starts his own record label. So I'm excited to see what it is. Um, are there artists that you guys probably don't like or listen to? Uh, Surf Curse? They you rec- never know. Will you guys listen to Surf Curse? No. Is it just like the, the Freaks song? Freaks and they have more. Yeah, no. they have more albums beside that. But uh, they, um, they recently, because of Freaks getting so popular on TikTok and getting like Billboard top 200 or whatever. They actually got like a really good record label. So mm-hmm. they're actually going to start making music again. So I'm really excited about that. Okay. Okay. How about you, Grayson? Um, I'm really looking forward to new music by John Lennon. I think it's been a while since he's really he, he dropped. Did. Yes. Yeah. He got, no. he, he got no scoped in, he got no scoped <laughs> in New York. <laughs> what? So uh, that was, Also like, I that think Joe Jonas Iron really Man. fell okay. off. Joe? Or and Nick. Like, like I know that, I know Jonas. that like the Jonas brothers are doing stuff, but like what happened to their individual stuff? I mean they they what were about on, chains. They weren't really individual like that. Well, they were They were. No. It was only Nick that was individual because and Joe then, joined Okay, GNC. but it's still his own little Wait, thing. Real quick, not to bring it back to uh the Beatles or John Lennon, but uh a couple of days ago it was actually John's Lennon death anniversary and Yoko Ono posted a, a photo of uh her and John Lennon kissing like behind New York. And one of my favorite comments someone tweeted on it was, girl, move on. Oh, my gosh. Wow, people are very heartless. I think that was one of their album covers. Mm. But, yeah, I'm really... Also, I think Justin Bieber and Jaden Smith need to make a comeback together. For Never Say Never. They performed that. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. It was so like... But I'm going to need them to make another song because I still listen to that song. So, yes. 
You're young and at heart. What's that for you? I'm very young and at heart. I'm actually five years old. Okay. Just kidding. Okay. That would be weird. <laughs> anyway, so uh, <laughs> other artists that, what about you, John, then? I'm assuming a Don, another Don Tolliver album, probably. Wait, no, would I'm, it be Kalani? You want more music uh, from Kalani? Oh, my God. She, they, I apologize. She? They are dropping an album this winter. Oh, really? And yes. And I had posted to my Instagram that right now, the only other concerts I want to go to, definitely a Kalani concert, a Smino concert, probably a Tierra Wack concert. I know none of those people. Yeah, I was about, literally about to say something like, I, dude, I think you're just like gaslighting me, making up these artists at this point. Okay. Like you say, I know these are not even mainstream people. Tierra Wack is different. not mainstream. mainstream. He's different. He's not like you, other people. You don't people. know Kalani? Yeah, I mean, I know, I know of them. Okay, Lonnie, like, but I don't know song. oh my God, homegirl Lonnie. Jonathan, I feel like you would pull up to the party and walk up to people and be like, have you heard of this really indie artist called Doja Cat? Oh, well, I don't listen to Doja. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you so adamant about that? Because she'd be in the chat rooms. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Not Doja Cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got me there. That's okay, Lonnie, yes, like, I would, I, I think... How I, old is their baby, though? Um, a day is probably two. That was like the last thing I remember. Yeah, a day is like two. Who's saying good days? SZA and SZA. Oh, no, never mind. Do you not know the different people? No, I don't keep up with... I like music, but when it comes to artists, I'm very limited in my knowledge, okay? I can see that. Mm. You can see that? Mm, yeah. Well, yeah what what does that mean? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so talking about art, uh, the Charlotte art scene, the Mint Museum celebrates 23 years this week. Has anyone ever been to the Mint Museum? <laughs> hey, listen, <laughs> and I, listen. I am a Mint Museum ho. I'm actually going this weekend. I'm going this weekend because they're doing their 85th. Where did you? I said 23. Where'd 23rd. You get, sorry. Where'd you, wait, no, no, no. Go back was, to that. Where'd you get 85 out of 23? Wait, I was, what? I was tripping. Let me tell you. I've seen so many posts in the past couple of days. I don't even know what's happening. But they are doing like- 85. The, that would be about the, the same age as Charlotte. My God. Like, they're older in the city of Charlotte. Really possible. One of the- um, Romare Bairdon, who is one of the most highly contributing artists to the Men Museum, died when he was like 70-something. And that was like 10, 7, no, like 10, 20 years ago. So, well, have you guys either, uh, have either of you been to the museum before? Because I've never actually had a chance to check it out. Okay. Yes. 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 <laughs> I've, I go a lot. But um, the Mint Museum is having their thing. They're actually. Well, how much are trying, tickets normally? Like $15? Wasn't that like, it? Like $10 for students. Oh, okay. That's yeah. not bad. Like $20 regularly. Oh, my gosh. But um, it's actually 85 years since they founded the Mint Museum. I don't know what the 23 was for. Boy, I may have been tripping when I put that up. Yeah. So in my defense, guys, when I said 23, it's because I have a little cheat sheet in front of me that Jonathan typed out and he put 23. I read off of that. So my apologies to the, the people out there. 23 and me, but they are doing a showcase. So it's going to be free weekend at the Mint Museum at both locations, the Uptown location and also Randolph location. I've also, never we're, we're not we're not sponsored by Mint Museum, but Mint Museum. If you want to throw some money our way, we will take it. I actually really love the art. I love art. I'm such. I, love I think art. the Mint Museum does a really good job. I went to the museum that just opened in uh, Asheville, and it, I was really disappointed. Really? Yeah, because it was not like arts. Okay, mm. I like photography. I do mm -hmm. a lot of photography. Do you but, really? Yeah, but they just. I'm sorry, but putting a picture on the wall is not like compelling. Okay. I've only <laughs> like been... this is great for one exhibit, uh -huh. but after that, I want to see some stuff. And there was some, you know, like different forms of art, but the majority of it was photography and eh, yeah. it just kind of loses my interest after like two exhibits. <laughs> so I've only been to a Three art museums, the one in Raleigh, which is really the nice. The one in Raleigh is really nice. Uh, the one in Columbia, South Carolina, because they had a Van Gogh exhibit and they were, those are really oh, nice. Yeah. Like they had actual exhibits from Van Gogh and I got actually too close to one. Like I almost touched it and like I almost, yeah, I genuinely almost got tackled by security. Yeah, you about to die. Yeah, I was about <laughs> to die, but it was actually, actually absolutely beautiful. And then 
Uh, I'm from Dallas, Texas. So I go back there once a year or so. Texas. Yeah. So we went, they have a Dallas, Texas Museum of Art and they have some really cool stuff like the bullet that killed JFK. Oh, wow. They no, do they don't. No, they don't. That. I was going to say. That would be pretty artistic. If that would they be did. the Smithsonian. <laughs> but anyway, they have pretty cool stuff in the Dallas Art Museum as well. Um, speaking of museum, I, I, like, I'm a museum ho. I like to go. Up to, Are we allowed to use that term? I go up to DC <laughs> every other, like, every year I go up to DC and I have to visit like five new museums whenever I go. Just the Smithsonian. Yeah, so it is no. the chain of the Smithsonian's. I've never been to the Smithsonian. I love them so much, and they're free. Most of them are free. I most would really want to go to the Vietnam War Memorial. Where's that at? Washington I've, D.C. I've been, Fine, no, no, but it's not. I'm not gonna say that. I just be going to the to the, as long as I can walk there. Like I literally just take the metro, get there, and I just oh, walk around boy. D.C. Dude, I, so I've been to Washington once, and traffic was just abysmal like we oh, yeah. were like it was we were on like a 10 mile highway for like two hours just because the cars do not move they just like park and play golf on the side of the road i drove to we drove like my senior year the summer when i graduated we drove all the way to dc for a harry styles concert and drove back the next day and the, it was oh my god it was an experience it was so fun yeah, that's something similar i did my senior year as well it was when um the Parkland shooting has happened in Florida. So they held the March for Our Lives uh, protest and me and a friend, we went. Uh, and we made it a great idea to make it a day trip. So we oh, we God. left at 5 a.m., got there at like 3, day the day there, and then we left at like 10. And we oh didn't get, God. we didn't, I, we got back to like where we, where my hometown was at like 6 in the morning and I was so tired because she yeah. fell asleep and I had to drive the whole way back and I hated it. Oh no. Yeah, no, I, I, I would never do a day trip to DC. No, and the worst part is you drive, you have to get to it, you have to drive through like the Chapel Hill, Raleigh area. So that, that right. already has more traffic on it. So, oh my gosh, yeah. that is true. Uh, so yeah. Um, also, um, a couple of things that are going on in Charlotte, they're doing like some kind of like Halloween stuff going on around. I don't know if y'all like haunted, haunted trails. Okay, no. no. There's actually Haunted Union in the Pop Mars Union this week on Thursday, starting at 7 to 10. Please. Outside for COVID safety measures. Yes. Yes. It's outside for COVID. Yeah. So I went to a uh, uh, haunted house slash haunted trail type beat about an hour away near Winston-Salem. It was like called Spooky Woods. Okay. Not very spooky. Um, that was the weirdest thing. Like it was, it was, it was, it was mediocre at best, but when you oh. walk out, they give you like a family-sized bag of chips with Takis and like just randomly. I love me some Takis. <laughs> no. I mean, I like them too, but I was just like, what's this? And the, the girl was like, oh, we're sponsored. And I was like, that's it? And she's like, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's a cool sponsorship. Well, I was like, can yeah. you elaborate? Like, what's, what's it? And she's like, no. And I was just like, okay, cool. And I got <laughs> okay. a free bag of Takis. Takis, I mean. Um, I think the last one I went to was like two or three years ago. I went to Wizard Terror. That oh, was, what was that? I was in Greensboro. <laughs> Actually, I did go with Grayson. And a couple other friends. I was just terrified the entire time. Like I, that was. <laughs> I was having a ball because it was so scary. It was funny. Yeah, it, it was. The theming was really good. Yeah. The 10 out of 10 for the theming. It felt nice outside. It was very scary. That is true. At least on my part, but I get easily scared. Um, so, yeah, we didn't have to. We didn't even have to wait that long. And I felt like there was a lot of people there. So Yeah. I just haven't been to anything this year for Halloween. Halloween. I wanted to go to Scarewinds, but it's kind of late for that. But I don't know. We'll, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. So there's this, uh, it's not in North Carolina. I forgot what it's called, but it's like this really intense uh, haunted house type of thing where they can actually touch oh, you and stuff. No, and you, have to, and you have to sign like consent forms oh, and you have yeah. to take, and you have to like say like, if you're hurt, they're, they're not liable. And it's actually free. All you have to do is bring like a, like a canned food for dog for like an animal shelter. But they're like, People like Marines, like, like, you know, actual, like, like adrenaline junkies have tried to do it. And no one has finished. It. I think like only 10 people have ever finished the whole course. So. Really? Yeah. Cause they can actually like hold you and like hold you underwater and drag you and like put fake blood on you and stuff or real blood. I think it's like pig's blood or something. Yeah, no, I can never do oh, that's that. next level. Right. Yeah. I think, I mean, oh. not to say I'm built different, but I'm pretty sure I could handle it. <laughs> you are built different if you could do that. But I think everybody says that and then they get there and they're like, you know what? Cause it doesn't stop. At least you don't know when it stops. You know, I that's the thing. You don't know the end. The power of dissociation is very strong among our generation. That's all I'm going to say. Mm, no, I can never. 
I, I don't know what y'all talking about, but that would be nice though. Like, would it? Yeah. Like, so this week for the album of the week, we're doing Nonagon Infinity by my one of my favorite artists of all time, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. So I like a, that name. it's a really cool name. That's the first thing people ever notice about them. It's the cool name. So they're an Australian psychedelic rock band. But the cool thing about them is every album they have, it's usually mixed with like another type of genre, whether it be metal, blues, oh. Middle Eastern music. Like they ha- every genre they have ever done, every album they have has a different genre mixed with it. Um, and uh, so it's always, it's always psychedelic rock with like another genre on top of it. And the album we're talking about today is Nonagon Infinity. And it was released in 2016. And the main idea of the album is that it plays in an infinite loop. Means like if you can play from like front to back, when it's song when the the last song finishes, it leads mm-hmm. into the first song. So it's like a loop and it goes on for infinity and infinity and all that. And uh they have a lot of great albums, but this is probably my favorite my favorite album because it was my first album ever by them that I ever heard. And Immediately with the first song on the album called Robot Stop, it's like kick to the face. Uh, You you, say Robot Stop? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You guys, if you haven't watched the music video, it makes you feel like you're in a fever dream, but uh, absolutely intense album. Uh, Unlike last week's, which was Kendrick Lamar's, which just had a lot of like like different lyrical themes and content. Mm -hmm. These lyrics are very nonsensical. (laughs) Like I, I would, I never really understood what they were saying to begin with, but I went and looked up the lyrics and, and they give like a like a very detailed explanation on how tree uh, bees pollinate trees and stuff like that, or how cancer treatments work, uh, like different type of care, uh, chemotherapy options and stuff like that. That's and that's pretty informative and educative. You really can't understand from with the music going <laughs> on, but but I think they do it to confuse the listeners because the whole album feels like one really big song. So if you you stop and pause it, you might you might feel like oh that was one of the first song, but you actually might be on the fifth song. And I think that's the reason I do like nonsensical lyrics that just because it's more to confuse the singer. So the job of our hosts this week were to listen to the album. So Jonathan, I know you listened to the album. Please go ahead. I and I, I very much liked the instrumentals of it. Like I was telling y'all, like I grew up in instruments, playing instruments. I was in choir. I was in orchestra and I was in band. So what 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 was what was your first song on the album that had just really good like uh you know really good uh sound production really good uh instrumentals? See, that's really really hard to think. Um, just pick one, you know. Just yeah, one yeah. Song you really no, like, but you see, the thing is that King Gizzard, that's his <laughs> name, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. It's like seven dudes in one band, but yeah, that's seven people. Yeah, they, so they do polyrhythms, which means they usually have two contrasting beats. Oh, you know about yeah. music? Yeah, do you tell us about polyrhythms since you like instrumentals? I'm not going to talk about it, but gonna talk about what you said we gonna what you said we listen to nonagon infinity i really like mr b mr b was a good song so that's actually the, the song that where they talk about how by the way for anyone listening jonathan listened to the album this week that's the reason i was trying to put him on the spot but anyway uh, <laughs> i like the album though anyway mr b is actually the one where they give a very detailed explanation of how uh the tree the bees pollinate trees and whatever that's good. They give you some educational vibes. So I've been listening to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard for a hot second. You know what since it is? I do. Oh, I would Google. say probably since like junior year of high school. Uh, I like the psychedelic rock a lot. It kind of reminds me. It's like a, I don't know if they're in the same genre, but it's like a ups- more, I don't know, upbeat. Or more chaotic version of Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Okay. So. Unknown Mortal Orchestra is a really good, really good artist too. I've seen them live at the Orange Pill. You can throw that out there. Yeah. I, I think they're really cool. Um, I honestly listened to the wrong album. I listened to I'm In Your Mind Fuzz. But I do know like a couple songs on this one. Um, and I think it has, it's kind of reminiscent of the 60s. I would say a little bit. I mean, besides the sound. But some of the stuff that they talk about. Um, it's like, like robots and, um, you know, dictators and stuff like that is very much like pop culture and TV in the 1960s, I think. Interesting. So I think it's pretty interesting, but I, I usually really like their, their sound and their use of like 50 different instruments. So, yeah. So, uh, the funny thing about, uh, 
King Gizzard was a wizard is that one year they committed to making five albums in one year. Five. Five albums, yeah. Um, Lord. They were okay. <laughs> I, I, okay, so in my opinion, they got the first one that came out was great. Uh, second one, and, and like by the third or fourth and fifth, I was like, my God, they're, they're hurting themselves. <laughs> they shouldn't do this. But uh, yeah, so if you want any other album suggestions by King Gizzard, I do recommend, uh, what's it called? I recommend Infest, Infest, The Rat's Nest, which is like a thrash metal, psychedelic type of thing. Uh, Scotches of Brunswick East is probably their most favorite, like famous album. It's very like, I don't want to say poppy, but it is more like mainstream pop, rock music type of mix. And obviously Nonagon Infinity, if you like some weird psychedelic music, I highly recommend it. I like their Oddment album. What was this? I think it's Homeless Man and Adidas. I don't know. I just really like that song. Really chill. Really brings you to the picture of a homeless man wearing Adidas in the rain. So, Jonathan, maybe maybe this weekend you can actually, you know, go listen to all these albums we recommend. I'm actually about to break them in an album for y'all. Since y'all didn't know who Smino was, Smino? I think I think you will very much enjoy his music. Smino. Smino, S-M-I-N-O. That sounds like that guy from uh, Adventure Time, Bemo. Bemo. Uh, I think also. Oh, uh, look, he appears on Doja Cat, your favorite artist. <laughs> sometimes I swear Jonathan you just pull random nouns together and you're like yeah this artist I love just to make me feel bad I would never do that Jonathan yeah, is underground he's on a he's like yeah Summer Walker you probably never heard of her as he flips his hair he's like she's pretty indie I really wish I had like long curly hair in case you don't know I have like curly hair like very very nice black curls that was very detailed but mm. I really like Smuno so Bimo. sorry <laughs> no, that's stuck in my head. All right. If y'all are free, please pull up and enjoy the arts around Charlotte. Also on campus, we have a lot of good stuff going Haunted on. Haunted Union. No. Rotating Art Gallery uh, on the first floor of the Student Union. Check that, it out. That was good. I think they're actually done with that this week. Check it out. Just go go check it out. Yeah. Amnesty International meetings every other Tuesday, 6 o'clock. <laughs> that is fun. Thank you guys for listening. This is A&E in the City. Have a good week.